On today's episode of The Breakaway, presented by U.S. Bank, we talk about the loss on Sunday, FanFest, a.k.a. Meet the Team, uh, and much, much more. And we preview Saturday's match against Tacoma, the Republic, with another big one here on Saturday. We'll get to all of that, but first... This financial timeout is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Today we're talking about financial scams. Ugh. All over the place these days. From charity scams to telemarketing scams to healthcare scams, they come in all kinds of terrible packages and often targets older adults. That's because some older adults can be more vulnerable and scammers have learned to use that to their advantage. But they're not only the victims, even the most tech savvy are sometimes targets. Students in need of money, for example, can also be targeted. Keep listening to how to protect yourself from fraudsters with tips from U.S. Bank, Eagle Housing Lender, member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Bandit in the box! Unbelievable strike! My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! All right, let's talk about uh, the match on uh, Sunday. I know this is kind of late in the week. I apologize. I uh, hope whoever came out to meet the team enjoyed it. Um, I know it was after a tough loss, but uh, it was a good event. Good to see the guys getting some pictures with fans, fans getting autographs, pictures, all of the above. Um, all right, so going into Sunday, you know, I tweeted it Saturday night that uh, basically everything fell in Sacramento's favor heading into the match uh, to where if they got a win on Sunday, they would be in sole uh, possession of fourth place, which is that final playoff spot. Um, and it was a massive, massive match coming off of the win on the road in Tacoma, um, in a tough match. I was feeling good, feeling confident about the team. And then, obviously, what happened Sunday, a, a very frustrating loss in the biggest match of the year. Um, but it's one of those things where it felt like, at times, Sacramento was the better team, but just unable to score in, in various circumstances uh, throughout the match. And, and that's kind of been the problem throughout the year a little bit. In certain games, you think back to the San Antonio match, same type of thing. Uh, you could make the case Sacramento was the better team throughout that game. However, unable to find the back of the net, and then they uh, eventually let one in and lose one nil. And and that's been the case, you know, I would say in, in a handful of matches this season. Um, and there's a lot of frustration around that. I know from the fans, I heard about it a little bit from Meet the Team, um, and so I I want to make sure that that is noted um, in, in this in this episode. But there's still you know, seven games to go, and we can talk about Sunday's loss. I thought there was a couple things that I wanted to hit on before we talk about the standings, and then we can talk about uh, going against Tacoma, which I, I actually feel pretty good about at home. The first things first, I thought Sacramento in the first half was pretty good. We saw the halftime adjustment that Mark Briggs made. He pulled out Emil Cuello, um, and I think that was – I was actually down there at this time. I think that was because he was frustrated with how, how long he was holding on to the ball in that first half instead of getting rid of it. Um, so he, he came out, I thought Formella actually did the same thing in the second half. Actually he did because there was the, 
there was a situation when Sacramento gave up the second goal. Obviously, they're pressing. They don't have as many guys back. They're really trying to get that equalizer, um, and he holds the ball for just a bit too long, gets it taken away from him, and then they're on the counter, and they go and score the second goal. Again, not not the second goal, is it is what it is. I mean, you give that up because you're trying to score the equalizer. Um, the first goal, obviously, not a not a great uh, a mistake from from Rafa Diaz and goal that you know it makes a huge huge difference after a big match against Tacoma, making big saves this time uh, lets one get by um, that I would say even he would agree uh, he should have saved that one should have got that one, um, but this is uh, this is a situation where Sacramento needed to find a, an equalizer and just were not unable to do so. You can give credit to Vom Stieg who's in goal. For LA Galaxy too, uh, but Sacramento had chances, just not enough chances on target, and that's what I talked to Todd Donovan after the match in the Chalk Talk. If you guys came and listened, he said Ch- shots on target are the big focus, and 18 shots, only four on target. It's just not enough, um, and I think the creativity of the ways to try and get sh- shots on target wasn't quite there. It's felt like um, we were really just trying to get shots off and not necessarily. Um, you know, looking for the best looks. I felt there were multiple occasions where guys were looking to pass instead of shoot, which we talked about earlier in the year. Um, and and I think that was a time where Sacramento, you you know, you're a little outside the 18, but you can take a shot. I mean, some, eventually, you just put it on frame. You have you have an opportunity to get a goal. I mean, I know Vom Stieg had a great great save um, on a header. Sacramento had multiple opportunities. Um, throughout this match to to put one on frame and they just they just couldn't. Uh, I know Belmar had a really good opportunity that he just missed, um, just missed uh, on the he was going for upper right uh, on the right side in the second half. And so it's you know it's the goal scoring, it's the finishing, um, getting in dangerous places. The the substitution of Patrick Wea it didn't look like Wea had very much energy coming into the second half. Um, and then Iwasa, Foster, Panagos all trying to make something happen when, you know, Sacramento was already, already down a goal basically. So, I mean, I think overall it's just the, the lack of creativity on the way they were getting shots on target again, again, like you could go into this match and say, I Sacramento outplayed this team. However, they got 11 more shots than them. Only one more on target. Um, but it's just unable to, to find the net. And sometimes that's how it is in this game. And uh, it's frustrating at times. And especially in a game where Sacramento really needed three points. I mean, if you get three points, you are on the best shape that you've been all season. I mean, multiple times throughout the year, Sacramento's felt like they're out of the playoff hunt with poor poor performances. And then they come back, play well, like they did get against Tacoma. They have a great chance to grab the four spot. Um, but fail to do so. So now it's back to the drawing board. Now it's back to, okay, right now they sit in seventh place. They're only three points out of the four-spot LA Galaxy. Um, And then I think they play LA one more time. They play Tacoma twice more. Oakland is still above them. They play them at least once. So it's Tacoma, then Oakland, then San Diego, then LA. So the next four matches is it's big, right? This is the this is the chance. This is where really Sacramento's got to get a result against Tacoma on Saturday. 
Um, I know there's still time left, but every every drop point really, really matters at this point. It's magnified. And like I said, if this performance happened earlier in the season, I don't think it would have been as glaring or as big of a deal. But because it was in the way that it happened and the way that at home, in front of your, your home crowd, and uh, where Sacramento hasn't been all that great this year, and unable to find the net, and it's you know it's a it's a difficult situation for Sacramento at home. And but this is an opportunity again. They've played pretty well against Tacoma this year. Tacoma's lost five in a row, um, and have really really been struggling. Um, and this is you know a huge opportunity. They just lost to uh, Phoenix on September 25th. That was last weekend, last Saturday. That was the one of the matches going into um, that Sunday game. LA Galaxy's won three in a row. They just beat Phoenix earlier this week on Wednesday. Uh, so if you take a look, if you take a look at the standings, LA Galaxy in fourth with 25 games played, 32 points. Oakland Roots 25 games played, 30 points. Tacoma 24 games played, 30 points. Sacramento seventh place, 29 points with 25 games played. So just three points separate those teams. Is Orange County catchable? Maybe, but they've gotten hot here as of late. They've won two of five, only lost one of the last five. Um, and Sacramento really doesn't have an opportunity as they've already played them. They had a big result picking up a win against Oakland. So if you head into Saturday and you say, okay, who does who do these other teams play? Well, we know LA Galaxy. We just said it. They play San Diego. That's on the same same match time as Sacramento. Then Oakland, they play Las Vegas. You would think that they're going to pick up a win. Oakland's really been playing well or much better of late. Vegas has been struggling. Tacoma obviously plays Sacramento, so those are the three you're focusing in on. And if you are the Republic, this is when scoreboard watching becomes huge. Um, But Sacramento, who has played well against Tacoma this year, this is a big opportunity. I would like to see Sacramento really push the ball forward. Just we haven't seen the onslaught of goals this year, and we haven't in multiple games. I mean, the last three games, Sacramento has outshot their opponents, in my opinion, outplayed their opponents, but they've only won one of the two games, or one of the three games, excuse me, right? They beat Tacoma, they lose to, at home, both the other two matches against LA Galaxy and San Antonio, and now it's an opportunity to try and correct that. Um, So I imagine the guys will be fired up. Uh, I imagine, you know, they were all frustrated with the way Sunday ended, as are fans, and they want to correct that. And they have seven games to do so. That's still a lot of time. As as much as people think that I am uh, being too positive, there is a lot of time left, and a lot of things can happen in the final seven games. And that is what I'm still going to look forward to, is to see who gets hot at the right time. None of these teams, you can make the case L.A. is hot. None of these teams are red hot. L.A. Galaxy, Oakland, Tacoma, Sacramento, really... They've kind of all been out of form a little bit, except for LA Galaxy. They've won three straight. Before that, they had lost two straight. So it's just a matter of putting results together. And if Sacramento can do that, I think they have a good shot. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about who we have liked. We've talked about the team as a whole. Let's talk about individuals as we head into Saturday's match against Tacoma. Hey, Breakaway fans. Shout out to our friends at Suncrest Bank who not only believe that local matters, they prove it with their support of Sac Republic. When you think about the struggles we've endured over the past year and a half, it's good to know that Suncrest Business Recovery Center is at the backs of local businesses the entire time with PPP, SBA, and agribusiness loans. 
They're here for the long haul, ensuring our community not only survives, but thrives. Suncrest Bank is where Central Valley turns for personal and business banking needs. Visit any one of their seven locations or online at suncrestbank.com. You can also call them at 916-830-3560 and speak to a Suncrest business account representative today. That's 916-830-3560. And hey, give us an assist. Tell them Connor Sutton sent you. Go Republic. Go Suncrest Bank. The bank where local matters. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. All right, for Sacramento, they went with the lineup that we kind of expected to see. Jerome Kiesevetter up top. Um, I think he will probably remain there in the back. Lucroix, Dan Casey, Keevan Gucci, Jordan McCrary. I imagine that will all be the same. I don't know about goalkeeper. That might We might see some changes there. Uh, Carlos Sandania, I know, has been impressing at training. Uh, Andrew Wheeler-Omni was in for Jaime Villarreal, who's dealing with a foot injury. Um, so I think, I'm not sure if he'll be back or not, um, but obviously definitely missed him. Uh, in his creativity and moving the ball from side to side, which is what you need to do against a team like LA Galaxy, especially early on in the match when they were sitting back, really playing deep with the midfield, um, and it was really causing problems for Sacramento. That shifted a little bit in the second half. They started being more aggressive, and Sacramento got 12 shots rather than seven. Um, so we'll see what Tacoma does. When these two teams played you know, a little over a week ago, they were playing on that smaller field in Tacoma, right? Things are a little more compressed. Now I think Sacramento has a little bit of the advantage because they're playing on their home field. I would imagine if you look at the line or you look at the betting odds, they're going to be pretty heavily favored, I would think, coming into this game. Uh, and it's and it's really about doing different things. I feel like it's time Sacramento really pushing the ball out wide, really pushing the ball out wide, um, and maybe mixing up their attack and how they do so. If they go over the top to Jerome, maybe we see – when Malik Foster, who I don't think will be starting, maybe if he comes in, they play him wide because he's got so much speed. We actually saw that happen when he came off the bench. They were really trying to use his speed uh, to get in behind. Um, but if they can, if, if Sacramento can get in behind more often, I feel like that's kind of where they've been missing opportunities. Iwaza did it late in the game, um, but were you know was unable to uh, convert his galaxy. Galaxy were able to track back. So getting in behind, I think if Sacramento can do that a little bit more, I think they'll have a good chance. Uh, to get even more goals. And I think the target is not even for Sacramento. Like, don't be satisfied with going and winning 1-0. I I think this is bigger than that. We need to get everyone on the same page, everyone in a rhythm in the attack. Let's get multiple guys' goals. Let's get everybody's confidence back. Obviously, you got to win the game. That's the first and foremost. But I just don't be complacent with a 1-0 victory. Let's get some goals. Let's get Heart Health Park rocking. And I think they have a good opportunity to do that. All right, in the match that these two teams played not that long ago, what day was that? September 22nd, Sacramento won 1-0. Let's take a look at that and that match specifically. Um, Tacoma Defiance with three in the back in that match, by the way. Uh, A 3-4-3 Sacramento, 17 total shots, 6 on target. Tacoma, just 11 shots, 3 on target. Um, 11 shots inside the box for Sacramento in that match. And if you remember right, they were really peppering the goalkeeper, making him work um, in that match. And I think if Sacramento will likely see the same thing happen uh, as the lineup, I don't imagine will change a whole lot. Guys to look at, Ray Serrano, who I think everybody in Sacramento, if you're a diehard, you should know. He's really creative. He's good out on that right wing. Has a good opportunity to to be scary, um, and uh, he has 
He's got to be a guy Sacramento keeps their eye on. Formella came off the bench and got the goal in that game, um, and it was from Carlton Belmar. We saw those guys in the lineup on Sunday. Will we see them in the lineup again? I'm not sure. Um, I think that's it's obviously Mark Briggs' decision that um, it could be a, a you know a huge factor. And with the way the the attack has been playing, they've been getting chances, just haven't been able to convert. I imagine they would like to maybe switch things up a little bit, just try and get different guys. And and see if they can get something clicking in the attack because the buildup has been there, but haven't been able to find the back of the net. And ultimately, you can build up can be as good as it want, but if you can't score, you got to start figuring other things out, right? I mean, there's not much, not much else you can do, especially when you're got the playoffs on the line as they are, uh, pretty much every match the rest of the way. Set pieces, I think this is something Sacramento's got to focus on. Um, they've been giving up goals, not necessarily on a set piece. Or on a but a recycled set piece, following a set piece, and I think that's where they really have to be focused. They have to be communicating um, and and not let up any goals. I think a clean sheet is obviously what you always want, um, but especially when you have free kicks and big big set pieces that are making a difference. And we've seen that happen, right? Look, go back to the San Antonio game. It was a recycled ball after a set piece, then a cross came in and they score. Um, they score off a set piece um, on this in the match against LA Galaxy. So that's what Sacramento's got to focus on. I don't know if they're losing focus. It doesn't seem like that. Um, maybe not in exactly in the right place. Maybe the communication could be a bit better, but that's something to keep an eye on heading into Saturday. Last thing I wanted to say, and this is a more of a housekeeping thing. Uh, if you're coming to the match, I just wanted to let everyone know we do have a clear bag policy, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically you have to bring a clear bag into the match if you want to bring a bag in at all. Uh, make sure you do so, and uh, it definitely speeds up the lines and, and makes things a little bit easier to get into Hard Health Park. So don't forget that um, on this upcoming match. This match is also Breast Health Awareness Night. It's going to be a fun night. should be beautiful, beautiful weather at Hard Health Park. So if you come on out, if you don't have your tickets, go to sacrepublicfc.com slash single match tickets to pick up yours. And uh, the boys need the boys need you. Right now, they uh, need three points, and what better way to to get that fuel is playing in front of the home crowd um, here in Sacramento. So that'll be coming up Saturday, seven thirty. If you don't catch the match, you can do so online, ESPN Plus. If you want to stream it, KQCA, My Fifty Eight, and Estrella TV, you can listen to the the great Armando Botello. Uh, for that match, uh, he's the man. If you missed, uh, we have a a great spread on on him and Milton Moreno, who we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, that is on sacrepublicfc.com. dot com. All right, we'll see you out on the match, and if not, hope you guys uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy, hopefully, cross our fingers, three points for Sacramento. As always, go Republic.